We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, CBTPFL. It's Monday, it's July 4th, so this is 2022. We have seven baseball games to talk about here on today's podcast. Riding solo today, holiday weekend. Um, so yeah, riding solo, going to talk about these seven games. 640 main slate over there on DraftKings is what I'm going to be focusing on today. So I hope everyone has a fantastic fourth. Let's jump in and let's talk some baseball. We get started with the Mets at the Reds, nine and a half total in this game. Mets a 165 favorite here. We got Walker against Green. Tajan Walker, not a bad pitcher by any means. The Reds lineup uh, pretty weak overall. My biggest concern here. With Walker, low strikeout pitcher, 17.7% K rate on the season. And this game's in Cincinnati. So, I mean, if this game was in City Field, I would probably have some interest here in Walker. But with this game being in Cincinnati and his price, it's really tough to consider paying 88 for him when Alec Manoa is 93. And it's not even a secret to me today. I think Alec Manoa is the best pitcher on the slate. So makes it somewhat tough. Sorry, yawning. Um, Sunday nights after NASCAR weekends are always, I, I yawn on the podcast so much and mute it all the time. It's so much harder to mute 
the podcast when I'm doing a solo podcast. So, so bear with me. Sorry about that. Let's talk um, Hunter Green on the other side of this game. I mean, Hunter Green has shown the ability for big strikeouts. He's averaging well over a strikeout per per nine. And, I mean, he's shown that he does have, like, the ceiling to win a slate. It's just this is a tough matchup for him. He is a guy that gives up a ton of fly balls and a lot of hard contact, big ISO to righties and lefties. So I think this is a tough spot. I'm probably going to side more on the Mets side bats wise in this one. They're not a huge strikeout team anyway, big ballpark upgrade for them. Anytime they get it in a good ballpark, I definitely go into the Mets and I think they're one of the top stacks on this slate. So you know, just kind of looking at the Mets bats, obviously a ton of interest here in Pete Alonzo. Like I mentioned, green 307 ISO, 50% fly balls, 40% hard contact against righties this season. So ton of interest in Alonzo, Lindor, Marte. McNeil and Nimmo, um, pretty much whoever cracks the lineup for the Mets, I'm going to have some interest in. You're going to, you're going to need some cheaper bats to kind of make the full stack work. But, I mean, pitching is pretty cheap overall on this slate. So I think you can get the Mets stack in there. No problems. The Cincinnati bats here. I don't mind a three-man or even a full stack here for the Reds. Um, Tajon Walker is not a huge strikeout guy. So, I mean, Tommy Pham's 4.6K. Joey Votto's 3.8K. You're going to get cheap bats here. Moustakas is 3.1K. The only problem with Moustakis on DraftKings is you got to play him or Vado because they're both first base um, eligible, so it's kind of tough to decide. I mean, it's not really that tough. Vado, way better numbers this season than Moustakis. Um, if Shyrock hits leadoff here, Max Shyrock is 2.6K. He doesn't have any big power but i mean batting lead off in an offense that can score and he's 2.6k definitely makes him playable here as well moving on we got seattle at san diego eight total in this game padres a 175 favorite chris flexen going up against sean manaya uh chris flexen I mean, Chris Flexen's not a terrible real-life pitcher. I mean, he's not the best DFS pitcher. You know, he sits around a 16% K rate on the season. Big fly ball rate. I mean, the walk rate's 8%. The XFIP is 5.8. So, I mean, he's not a great pitcher. Um, this offense is an offense that is beatable. But I don't think this is necessarily the spot I want to play Flexen at 8.2K. Shamanaya on the other side of this game, I mean, safety-wise, he's just a guy that pitches deep into ball games. Um, my biggest concern is Seattle is a very patient offense against left-handed pitching. So while like Shamanaya might get a hundred to 110 pitches in this game, it might only be like 
five, maybe max six innings here because they're such a patient team. They walk a lot. They don't strike out a ton against lefties. Um, I mean, there are strikeouts in this lineup. Don't get me wrong. But I think overall, if Shamanaya is getting a lot of ownership on the slate, I'll probably pass. Um, and I did read that Ty France won't be back yet. So it's a little bit of a bump for him. Looking at the bats here on the Seattle side, obviously um, interest in Julio Rodriguez, 5.6K. Big time power. Suarez throughout his career has been good against left-handed pitching. He's 4.7K. Cal Riley has shown good numbers against left-handed pitching as well. At catcher at 3,500, he has 10 home runs on the season. So don't mind maybe a few pieces here. I don't think this is a full sack um, Seattle spot for me, but I mean, I have some interest here in the Padres going up against Flexen. Like I said, Flexen, his number's not great. Um, he's definitely someone you can pick on. ton of fly balls, ton of hard contact. So I like Manny Machado and Luke Voigt in this spot. I think if I'm looking at those two guys, I'd try to find like a third piece. Um, and, and maybe like it's a pro for or Cronenworth um, Cronenworth price on DraftKings finally come back down to earth. Um, he's 4.5 K. So don't mind looking at, you know, guys like that. And Cronenworth is already a big fly ball um, hitter. So. Could and should benefit here um, from facing a fly ball pitcher as well. Cleveland at Detroit, no total in this game. Um, pretty sure this is the second half of the doubleheader. Check really quick. So, yeah, they play a doubleheader here. Um, we don't know who's pitching yet for the Guardians. It sounds like it might be um, Plinko against Alex Fado. So we'll have to see, but honestly, I don't really have any interest in either one of these pitchers. I mean, if you want to play Plinko in large field tournaments at 6K and just hope he has a, a solid outing, I hear you. Um, maybe the offense, maybe the lineup is a little bit watered down from being the second half of a doubleheader. But I think it's one of those things you're just going to have to look and see what the lineup looks like. This is one of the worst teams in baseball against right-handed pitching. Um, if they leave all those lefties in there, I mean, it's obviously a bump to Plinko. He's just got to get around like Baez. So I, I think Plinko is going to be more of a guy. Um, Plinkington is just going to be a guy that Pilkington. Anyway, I think he's just going to be a guy that I, I look and see what the lineup looks like for Detroit before I make a decision on him. Um, Al Fiedo, no interest for me in this spot. Uh, it's just a, it's a tough offense to beat overall. He's an 18% K rate, 5% XFIP. He's another fly ball guy, um, especially against lefties. So just not a ton of interest for me in him going up against Cleveland, not a high strikeout team by any means. Um, we'll have to see what the lineup looks like for Cleveland, but I think this is going to be a good spot. Um, I think Jose Ramirez be, 
will be back in the lineup. I think it was just more of a rest thing as well. So, I mean, as far as the the Guardians bats go, ton of interest in Jose Ramirez, ton of interest in Josh Naylor. I don't even mind Quan here. I mean, I'm obviously worried about the strikeouts from Framil Reyes, but his ceiling is massive at 3,200. So definitely don't mind like a three-man stack here for Cleveland. On the Detroit side, I like Javi Baez a lot here. Um, he's a guy that can crush left-handed pitching. So I like him. Outside of him, it's tough. Um, and Baez by himself, he's 5,700. So you're really going to need a big game from him to pay off that price tag. I really don't have a ton of interest in anybody else. Um, I mean, you could play Eric Haas, but he's 4K at catcher, probably land on a cheaper catcher. If you want to take um, some shots on some of these cheaper bats, my my problem is Detroit's just such a left-handed heavy offense that it's tough for me to like anybody um, here. Just trying to see if they had anybody, I mean, Torkelson is minimum salary at 2K. He has a little bit of power, so maybe you could take a shot on him. St. Louis at Atlanta. This game has a nine total. The Braves, a 175 favorite here. Hudson going up against Kyle Wright. Um, Dakota Hudson, I, I mean, this guy has kind of lived in that 85 to 95 pitch range this season we know that the Braves have some strikeouts in this lineup 6900 is a fair price tag for Dakota Hudson but I mean my biggest concern is he just doesn't have a bunch of strikeout stuff he is more of a ground ball pitcher but he has 13% case 10% walks in the season just doesn't really strike people out he's just trying to generate ground balls and limit the damage so, I mean, he's allowed at least three earned runs in three of his last four starts. Just not a ton of interest for me in Dakota Hudson. And then on the other side, Kyle Wright, 25% Ks. Kyle Wright's very good against right-handed hitters. Donovan, Gorman, maybe Carlson. Potentially only seeing three or four lefties in this lineup. It's a tough matchup. Don't get me wrong. I forgot about Edmund, so he'll see four lefties in this lineup. It's a tough matchup, but at 9,200 on a seven-game slate with very limited pitching, I think he just has to kind of fit the build today. And, I mean, he's definitely in play for me at 9,200. Um, it's a tough matchup. I I'll say that. Like, I know going in that it's a tough matchup for him. Same thing like on Sunday for um, Zach Wheeler. It was a tough matchup for Zach Wheeler. Don't get me wrong. He had five strikeouts. He allowed zero in runs and seven innings against this offense. So ceiling might not be as high as it usually is for Kyle Wright, but on a, on a limited slate like this, uh, I think that you're just you're taking some shots here on Kyle Wright. As far as the Atlanta hitters go, ton of interest in Olsen, Riley, Donardo, Ozuna. Uh, this is one of my favorite stacks on the slate. Atlanta is against Hudson. I know I'm backwards there. That's my bad. But yeah, I like the Atlanta bats a lot in this spot. And then as far as like St. Louis is concerned, 
I don't mind maybe taking a few shots on the lefties, but again, this is just not Kyle Wright's not typically a pitcher that's going to go out and give up multiple home runs in a game. Um, I mean, he's only allowed six home runs in 92 innings this season. And he's just not a guy that typically gets blown up. So not typically a guy that I like to pick on. Um, I know he had a rough stretch there in June where he had a couple bad games, but I, I, I still think Kyle Wright's a good pitcher. And I think this is a spot where I'll probably stay away from the Cardinals. Minnesota at Chicago taking on the White Sox, nine and a half total in this game. White Sox, a 125 favorite. Dylan Bunny go, Bundy going up against Johnny Cueto. Looking at Dylan Bundy first, I mean, the White Sox still not typically a, a high strikeout team. They're around a, a 20% case um, against right-handed pitching this season. So Dylan Bundy is someone that at 6,200 could potentially have some upside, but his strikeout stuff has just been so down this season. Um, he's at a 17% K rate. And his swing and strike rate is right around 10%. So for me on Dylan Bundy, I'm more likely to pick on him than play him. He is someone that, you know, has no problem allowing multiple home runs in the game. So not a ton of interest for me on Bundy. And then Johnny Cueto, 7,300. I could see Cueto having an okay start here. I don't know if he necessarily has the ceiling, but with the limited pitching options that we have today, I'm okay with taking some shots. Um, I mean, they are letting him throw in the 90 pitches, 15 to 18 fantasy points here. Doesn't kill you at 7,300 on this slate. So little interest in this spot for Cueto. As far as the Minnesota bats go against right pitching this season, Gary Sanchez, the only hitter over 200 ISO. Um, Polanco's 199, so I don't want to feel like I'm misleading. Strikeouts, though, there's a ton of strikeouts in this lineup. Low walk rates outside of Polanco, um, Kepler. I mean, it's a boom-bust offense. So I think if you're taking shots against Cueto, you're going at least a three-man stack. Cueto is a guy that gives up home runs, so I don't have an issue you know, taking some of these bats here for the White Sox or not White Sox, um, twins, Buxton, obviously Correa, um, Kepler, Polanco, Sanchez, probably still more of a three man stack for me than anything else. And then on the White Sox side of things, Bundy is hittable. So I definitely don't mind looking at the White Sox full stack here. Are they potentially a team that flies under the radar? Maybe, but I doubt it. They are. I mean, this has a nine and a half total. They're they're a 120 favorite, like I mentioned. Um, Bundy is a guy that gives up a ton of fly balls to righties. So, I mean, looking at this stack, Robert, Vaughn, Abreu, I have a ton of interest in the White Sox here. They're probably my favorite, like, sneaky stack on the slate the more I think about it because the prices are fantastic. The only thing that stinks is like, you can't play Vaughn 
and Abreu. So, I mean, you could make two different lineups with two different stacks with them, but I'd get exposure to both of them today. Jake Berger should be um, back in the lineup. I think it was just a day off for him. Um, I know he's, he's, he hasn't put him on, they haven't put him on the injured list. So I assume that he's going to be back here. He had that bat on Sunday at least. Um, so I don't know. We're still waiting to, I guess, see. Um, they've been playing sheets a lot, but Berger was crushing the ball before he got hit by the pitch. So we'll see what the White Sox lineup looks like if Berger's in there or not. I had forgot that Sheets was playing a lot too. This happens when you go on vacation during baseball season. And by going on vacation, I didn't go anywhere. Toronto at Oakland. Manoa against Irvin in this one. Seven total. Blue Jays a 250 favorite. I mean, the only reason that you're potentially underweight or fading Alec Manoa in this spot is just ownership. He is going to be the chalkiest pitcher on the slate. Single entry stuff, three entry max stuff that I like to play. I think we see him push 60 to 80% ownership on the slate because of these pitchers. So I think Manoa is a fantastic pitcher, 22.7% Ks, um, really good strikeout rate against righties, worst offense in baseball um, in Oakland. So, I mean, you can load him up here. I have no issues. I think that he'd have to have a really bad start not to, to pitch well in Oakland in this spot. And yeah, I mean, this is a, this is a spot that you really going to like. He put up 21 fantasy points against this team earlier this year. Can he have a bad outing? Sure. Do I think it's happened? No. Um, like I said, I think he's the top pitcher on the slate. Cole Irvin on the other side of this game. I mean, you get a lefty going up against one of the best right-handed hit offenses in baseball. And, I mean, he has 17% case. He has a 196 ice, so he lost 41% hard hits on 41% fly balls. So, I mean, I have no interest in Cole Irvin. I have a ton of interest in the Toronto Bats. Um, Tioscar, Vlad, Bichette, Springer, Chapman, Gary L, all these guys um, in play. I think the Toronto offense is going to be pretty popular here as well. So, yeah, great great spot outside of the ballpark for this Toronto offense. Um, for me, I don't have any interest in the Oakland Bats. I don't think this is a great spot for them. I'll find leverage elsewhere. We finish it up with Colorado at LA taking on the Dodgers eight and a half total in this game. Dodgers, a two ninety-five favorite Kyle Freeland going up against Julio Urias. I don't necessarily think, I mean, Kyle Freeland at 6,300. I, I can honestly say I don't have a, a ton of interest in him even though like this is a, a little bit more of a watered down lineup, but yeah, not a ton of interest for me on him. Colorado has been one of the better offenses against left-handed pitching this season, but with the lack of pitching options on the slate, I think you could take some shots here on Julio Urias. He is a guy that has shown big strikeout stuff recently against good offenses in cores. He put up 16 fantasy points last time out against this team. So, I mean, he did just see them. 
this isn't Dodger Stadium. It's way different. But yeah, I, I have interest in Urias at eighty three hundred. As far as the Rockies bats, um, I mean, if I was playing Rockies, it'd be Crone, Rogers, Joe type hitters. Um, they're just, I mean, they're priced like they're in course. So Chris Bryant too. I forgot about Chris Bryant. Um, assuming that he's back in the lineup. Um, it just sounded like it was a routine day. Brian doesn't have a home run on the season either, which is, which is interesting. I know he was hurt, but yeah, any of these power righties against Urias, I, I think are okay. Um, they're not my favorite. I think they're okay. I mean, Urias is not a a guy that will typically get blown up. Um, he, he has bad games every once in a while, but he's been pitching good recently too. As far as the, the Dodgers bats, I mean, Turner is expensive. Freeman, lefty-lefty, none of people will play him. Will Smith, 5-1 for a catcher. Um. But the top value play on the slate today is Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts um, came back Sunday, and for some reason, he's 4.3K. So, yes, we're playing Mookie today. Way criminally underpriced here. So, yeah, I like him a lot in this spot. If any of the platoon guys, like um, a Trace Thompson or somebody, Trace Thompson is like 2.8K. If they, if they any of those guys crack the lineup, I think you could take shots on them as well. Uh, we'll play the morning grind game and then we'll get out of here. Hope everyone, like I said, has a great 4th of July. Um, hope you got the grills going and yeah, see how it works out. Under 8K to get six or more strikeouts today. Um, I don't think anyone <laughs> gets there today. Um, if I had to take someone to get over six strikeouts, I think I'd take Johnny Cueto. Over 8K to score under 15 DraftKings points. Uh, I have to go with Hunter Green today. He has big strikeout stuff, and he could make me eat my words, but I love this spot for the Mets today. Over 4,000 to hit a home run. Um... I mean, give me Pete Alonzo. I just talked about it. I like Pete Alonzo today. Under 4K to get two hits. Uh, give me Joey Votto against Tajon Walker. And then a stack to score six or more runs. Give me the Mets. I really, really like the Mets today. So give me the Mets. That is going to wrap it up here for Monday. We will be back on Tuesday talking more baseball. Hope everyone had a great weekend. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow.